Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in. That includes a Nectar mattress, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com and get hugged. Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Roy Hoops. Hello. And Adam Price as well. Hello there. Just the three of us. Building <laughs> fancasts in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> you, I and I. <laughs> Everyone knows this is going to be such a fun musical. And that's the tone of the yeah. yeah. Don't worry everybody, we're going to have a fun time this evening, <laughs> despite what's going on. Uh, so on the podcast we're going to talk about that exhausting game against Preston. Uh, preview the game against Huddersfield, but first we're going to tidbit news now. Is Kanye West looking to take over Wolves as owner after he tweeted this week, LMA, <coughs> fix Wolves? Firstly, he's not happy, is he, about the plight of our club? Well, he's probably, he probably would he meet our criteria of being apparently $50 million in debt? Yeah. <laughs> so I've read. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know where I'll go with Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye <laughs> The gold, the gold digger. Uh, it's quite a tenuous link. We play gold west. We play in the West Midlands, not far from West Park. Can have Kanye West Park. Can't we? That's what we could do. Here we go. Right. So Kanye West takes over the club. He holds his news conference in Kanye West Park in Wolverhampton with those glasses on. With those glasses on. And yeah, why not? Happy days. Happy days. I was a bit unfazed about this idea, but now, yeah. after that, yeah. Kanye West Park, I want him to be on the yeah. owner. No pie in the pint. It, what would the equivalent be, I suppose? Gold. Crystal. Crystal and olives, or I don't know. Olives. Caviar. What, yeah. kind of, what kind of rappers do you listen to? The club merchandise shop will have a makeover to go like gold chains <laughs> in the merchandise shop. Yes. I've not seen a music video where the rappers are eating olives. With their crystal. No, they're in the club. His next rap video will be rapping in, like, on the middle of the pitch. <laughs> I don't think 50 Cent said, I'm in the club bottle full of bub, give me some olives. No. I told yeah. you we'd have a laugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the miseries to come. Well, we'll let's have a laugh now. How else, how else would a Kanye West Wolves look like, do you think? Gold well, chains. I know we said gold, gold chains. Gold chains. I'm, I'm kind of opting out of this one because my rap knowledge has been exposed <laughs> <laughs> here. But my, my rap knowledge yeah. expired when Tupac was still alive, I think. <laughs> That's sometimes my yeah. We could kind of go with fantasy owners, couldn't we? Really, we could kind of be interested to see who we would like. I, I, I don't know how last week. Owner. Last week we could have had Glenn Hughes. Yeah. This week we've gone to Kanye West. West. It's all yeah. musical people. How about Kim? Oh, Kim Kardashian. What role would she have at the club if she <laughs> was owner? Um, oh God, what role would she have? I'd, yeah, well, I don't know what we could broadcast on that. Um, oh. could, she's could... universally useless. She could fit in the coaching staff, couldn't she, <laughs> at the minute? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's probably a training drill in there somewhere, isn't there? Whacking it off a behind and then running <laughs> on, you know. <laughs> um, shouldn't be buying the bar in the, the North Bank. The, yes, the points. Yeah. WV1, I guess, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I consider the goose actually in town. Uh, <laughs> Kanye West and Kim Kardashian owning walls, that would, that would be interesting. I think the first week you'd be like, this is amazing. Mm. And then the second week you'd be like, what have we done? Yeah. That's propensity there for other like-minded investors. Well, uh, well, you could get a yeah, Snoop yeah. Dogg investor coming in or... <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm not up to date with rappers, so <laughs> apologies to any 
people listening who do have updated knowledge say, why aren't they mentioning this guy or yeah. this guy? Kendrick Lamar. People or, like that. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah he's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 him. Yeah. That multi-Grammy award, isn't it? <laughs> Got to keep up with the times. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not up to my knowledge with those, but... <laughs> Kanye, if you're interested, yeah, yeah, just get some money first, Kanye, because it means yeah. that you're short of a book. But then, yeah. when you do get some, mm. it is, why doesn't someone minted like Mark Zuckerberg takes over or something and call Molyneux Facebook Molyneux? Molyneux bought yeah. to you by Facebook or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, as in, everyone has to check in when they uh, <laughs> that's it, when yeah. they get into Molyneux and like it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> Every time a Wolves player scores, I have to press a giant like bucket to the other side that automatically exactly. updates the Facebook page. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see some hands in the crowd, yeah. Some thumbs up. Some thumbs, 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 yeah. More like thumb clackers, less have clackers yeah. down there, and have big thumb ones. Well, he's worth a bob, so get, get him in. Yeah. But fantasy yeah. owners, he's, he's, worth a, he's worth a few. Well, they have to repaint my new. Blue then, uh, or a lighter shade of blue. So it's mm. not like a, 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 a dark blue. This is where it falls down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Facebook has to rebrand Golden Black. We'd have to have like some sort of Facebook, a big F statue, not a statue, but like a plaque of a big F outside mm. the ground <laughs> somewhere. I'm sure the club will pay for that as well. <laughs> so, what musical owner could we be rumoured with next week? Glenn oh. Hughes, Kanye West. Willie Nelson. Willie <laughs> Nelson. I like it. <laughs> a reformed five? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have like a hit of their medley hits before kick-off. We're going to yeah. slam dunk the funk and... I put it up. Uh, that's the one. I reckon maybe a local consortium of Beverly Knight, Susie Perry, the guy who was out of Babylon Zoo... Um, <laughs> Nod- is he Noddy Wolverhampton fan? Well, allegedly Warsaw, oh, people yeah. say. Yeah. Ooh, allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rumours, Noddy, let us mm. know if you are. There's something we've talked about Robert Plant, didn't we, on the, the previous one, so there's enough. Not that <laughs> it just has to be combined to any musical. <laughs> I think we just want anyone Let's at take the moment one from each within genre. reason. Um, yeah, I just think we just. Who were the group that did the change. Put Your Hands Up song? Reef, yes. Reef, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they've got quite the money, <laughs> potentially, to, you know, don't think that song, although it's been played out and modelling you a lot of times, and that might have the royalties. Then would have to bankroll every, yeah. all the fans would have to keep downloading the track on iTunes, keep giving yeah. them a 79p just to keep their money coming in. <laughs> right, so, Kanye West, probably not happening, but uh, no, we dare to dream. Sadly not. Kanye no, West Park, yeah. <laughs> Kanye West Park. <laughs> I think that might, I might think that might be the uh, podcast title this week. Yeah. Kanye West Park. <laughs> right, let's go to more serious matters then. No, uh, we have to. No. <laughs> we have to eventually. Oh, no. It's like when um, you know the end of the summer holidays is coming. Mm. You know it is coming. You're gonna have to go back to school. Sunday yeah. evening. Yeah. You know, Monday morning's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to work. James Henry out for three weeks with a grade one hamstring strain. Ooh. Another one tied to the injury list, gentlemen. It's mountain, isn't it? Yeah. Just the way he said grade one, I was thinking you can expect me to know exactly what that is as opposed to any other grade hamstring, but if it's three weeks, <laughs> let's get on the technical table here. I think it's a grade one. ligament here. Yeah. Is. Yeah. <laughs> is it, does it work on the same style of like barber grades? Like if it grade yeah. one is very close to the bone, so grade one in hamstring, is that bad? Three weeks, it can't be that bad. Three weeks, I guess it can't be that bad, I suppose, I don't know. I'd like to know if, yeah. if barber grades are similar to <laughs> um, injury grades. <laughs> Any medical professionals? What is the message? I love it if barbers were there, yeah, what do you want, grade two? Yeah, just like a grade two hamstring strain. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> um, I think, and, and on a serious level, Disappointing, yes, but I think Byrne is the obvious candidate to come mm-hmm. in. I know we spoke previously, and I think all the guys have said on, on, on podcasts and people you speak to talk about Nathan Byrne, he's been really unfortunate not to get a chance. So there's no possible way, surely, that he can't get a chance. But there's probably another centre midfielder we've got at the club who we might want to put there as well. Jackie will find yeah. a way. Jackie yeah. will he's, find a way. He's got to be yeah. rubbing his hands there on yeah. surely due a game there Saturday. But then I guess. Uh, Lafonja thought that and then he put zero up front <laughs> the one game yeah. so I guess that's like Jackie will find a way to shuffle yeah. 
something we might find. Tommy Rowe, yeah, that's Tommy what's, that's gonna happen. So we'll have like, yeah. I think, oh, actually, I wouldn't put it past him to be, to be fair oh, to have yeah. like, no. Parra play right uh, on Saturday, mm. and then Tommy Rowe <laughs> will come out. Just, and, just and crap, crazy. Do you yeah. remember the quote from is it Jurassic Park? Jeff Goldblum used to say, "Life will find a way." I think we should. I think we should get Jeff Goldblum to come to replace it with jacket. We'll find a way. Yeah. Someone Photoshop that for us so we can use it on, on, on our social media accounts. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I mean, Henry. I think isn't he one of the, if not a top scorer there? He's got seven. I believe he is our top scorer this season. with seven. Yeah. Which That's, begs the question: yeah. It is a loss. Mm. That's appalling. And, <laughs> that is. is really. And we've got quite a number of injuries mounted up now, haven't mm. we? Um, so, obviously, we've zero gone as well. Uh, well, it's not gone anywhere as far <laughs> as we know, but I think I'll be back soon. Um, yeah, it is a blow, but mm. it's manageable if he plays Burn and gives him a run of games. We'll come on to the game in the week in terms of Burn's impact or, or mm. lack of, but potentially there's a place there for him. And we'd just like to see, I guess, a light-for-light light replacement mm. rather than yeah. um, somebody filling that, that hole. But for three weeks, <clears throat> we should be good enough to fill that, that gap. Mm. Yeah. There's no clear player of the season candidates at the moment. Do you think mm. perhaps James Henry would be the nearest one to it, given his more consistent games in the start of the season and the fact that he's got seven goals? I think he'd probably he be the be. most fortunate... Um, you know, ever player of the season. He's got it by default. Him, exactly, he, really? yeah. <laughs> we, we'd be clutching at straws, I think. Um, I actually can't think of any yeah. other viable option. No. At that's the moment. that's no. how indifferent the season's been. There's been not one standout performer. Perhaps yeah. Jordan Graham, if he mm. hadn't been injured and carried well, on. Well, yeah, yeah. That, is, that is the other obvious alternative. I was thinking maybe I offer, but then he's not really been, there's been games where he's not been too mm. consistent either. Well, you, you're spot on. I mean, I was just thinking I offer then, and I was thinking potentially yes, but he was terrible last week, and there's been other yeah. games where, <coughs> excuse me, he's been poor. So, well, he's just a, an example of the inconsistency of the whole side. Um, I think the stat was Henry's been involved in every game this season, he's got seven goals. Yeah, but I can't really sell it more than that, but it's just. <laughs> We're struggling for candidates this year, and that's just tantamount how poor we've been. Really. I would be interested uh, to see how the club do play the season this year, because there are no standout people. It, well, it's just, it's just down to the fans, and just yeah. try and somehow pick a top three out of the oh. mess that is the season so far. But he's changed the side so much as well. I mean, I came in Martinez; they've they've changed as well. The centre midfield partnerships have changed so much, so. Nobody's really put a run of games together or been consistent enough. Are we going to find that our mm. own fans are going to troll the voting poll for Player of the Season? I was just thinking, <clears> I was thinking And they're that. just going to vote for completely like, ran, like Aaron McCary, for example, as Player of the Season. Or Sylvan Deslandes. Or Deslandes, yeah, because there isn't it's like a it's, clear person. Yeah, it's what do they call it in like, politics, like a stained vote. So yeah. It's just a real apathy around it all go we'll just vote for some yeah it's not when fans was it yeah. our own Wolves fans tried to vote for Leon Clark to be Berry's player of the season last season on their own <laughs> weekend poll. wasn't it yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I'm wondering whether the club perhaps this year need to try and almost have a, a an already set list of players you that's what we do on the fan cast anyway mm. just do a that's what, yes <laughs> exactly right <laughs> yeah. oh I guess with the previous record the fan cast think about who you might want to get rid of as well mm. um, <laughs> the, play, the, the shirt curse continues yeah <laughs> So I think the player you hate the most at Wolves and uh, mm-hmm. let them uh, outflow the season? That's a difficult question at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many to choose yeah. from. <laughs> uh, so James Henry out for three weeks um, and we'll, we'll see him soon. On Saturday, Wolves ended a three-game undefeated streak. That is correct, gentlemen. Three draws <laughs> in a row. We can use that yeah. stat. Uh, it was <laughs> a 2-1 uh, loss at home to Preston. And it was a game where Wolves never really got going and it was quite frustrating to watch. Gentlemen, in general, what did we think of the game on Saturday? Painful. Yeah. Generally, I actually felt pain. <laughs> that may have been from the cold as well. Mm. But, I mean, you stand, I stand there and, and I watch it and I'm just, you know, you know when a game is that bad, when your mind wanders to what else you want to do later on that night or, or something. <laughs> it's just, there's, nothing, there's just nothing going on. Is there? You look at the team that we fielded and where was the creativity mm. in that team? Especially because McDonald was on the bench. Yeah, and it was pointed out 
one of, by one of the lads who sits by me before the game, that starting eleven, what how many goals that starting eleven had actually scored throughout the course of the season. And obviously saying Henry was the top and then when he got removed, you're down to players who literally have scored two goals yeah. a season. And I think Preston totally outplayed us mm. from I think from minute one to the end. I can't remember when we had our first shot on goal. It was it was just an awful, awful, awful game, devoid of any go in a team, which meant devoid of any atmosphere mm. in the ground. And I think it's just typified this this season. So if we saw a bad season in the game, that was it. I think you're right. I think the 90 minutes illustrated how poor it has been this season, but it was painful. Is that bad? Is that painful? I'm starting to cough because I'm having... <laughs> Feelings of the pain coming through my body. Yeah, having flashbacks. Yeah, but it was no, it was it was. I, I said before we came on there, it was just a horrible afternoon. Mm. It, it just wasn't nice. Um, it's these yeah. sort of, it's these sort of performances. It's a sigh. It's horrible. It was it was bad. It's these sort of performances where I've actually, generally, it's bringing into question whether I should actually renew or not. It's that it's that mm. bad. And not just that game, but. The results in yeah. the other performances before them, like I've never, it's never been a question for me at all. But now I'm really thinking, oh, like we said, it's like it's like an endurance, isn't it? It's two mm. hours yeah. stood there thinking, oh, I'm not enjoying any minute of this. Well, it's what we yeah. talked about last week, wasn't it? Yeah. About how perhaps this season, it's because of the performances, people are not excited for next season. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really poor. I mean, the 90 minutes was tough, and I, I, I don't like going before the end, so I did stop. But it was more about well. I'm going to stop because I deserve to stop to boo them. It was, I felt like I have a ride. You've made me sit there in the car for 90 minutes, so you're not going to get away with me going early. So that little collective boo that I have amongst everybody else's, you know, it kind of felt like I'm going to really insult you by. I was putting two thumbs down, so I didn't go as far as that. But I was just, it was just, it was poor. What what got got me? It was there was no direction on the pitch. Poor game management again. You've got three centre midfielders in in uh, Savile, um, Price. Price and Cody. Yep. Sorry, and uh, they talked about McDonald being dropped, and also the fact that previously he pl- played more of a withdrawn role. But he'd never really been an attacking midfielder anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was it was crazy for him to come out of the, the side. Yes, his form's been indifferent. He started the season poorly, in my opinion. Then he picked up, but he still quite an influential player and when you you look at the goals in the team to to take his creativity out of the side and to be at home with those three players to me was so so defensive three I class them all as defensive Mm. midfield players they're not attacking midfield players so they're all all three defensive midfield players at home it's crazy I mean Price has, has kind of been campaigned to get back in the side and he was pretty ineffective, but that was one game in isolation. Um, I think I think Savile went missing at, at times. I think Cody, his touch was awful, but what I would say, the last half part of the game, he was a, a little bit more um, involved. involved. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, when the ball was going out for throwing, he was rushing to get the ball. He was trying to make things mm. happen. So I'll always warn the players that even if the game's not going for them, they're not they're mm. not hiding, but. To rely on those as your midfield to try and make things tick was it was it was it was awful. And then you look at the defensive. We talked about Oafa, another poor game. Landell, poor game. Danny Bath, poor game, really. Poor game. But in, in fairness season. to Bath, I remember towards the end of the game he, he went in with a crunching challenge and that got a cheer. And I think that was kind of telling everybody why didn't we have a bit more of that? You'd mentioned Preston, they were on top, they were closing people down, they were everything we weren't, and. It's the, it was, that, it was, it that midfield, th- say, that really. midfield three are devoid of any creativity yeah. whatsoever. Because no, yeah. Savile, okay, he's probably not he's not the fans' favourite at no, all. No, no. I don't think ever since. It's, let's be honest, it was a bit of a waste of a million pounds signing. He's brought mm. nothing to the team since he's been here. Cody started off well. I think. We've, I think. We yeah. all, after three games, yeah, four yeah. games, we all rated and thought, oh, this is a good player got here. Then he got, yeah, I think he got uh, his red card in there, and then when he come back, he's not really been the same sort yeah, of player. Yeah. Now, like the rest of the midfield, he's, he's in and out on a game-to-game mm-hmm. basis. Um, Price, I mean, we like Price, but it's just a steady yeah. player who keeps I thought, the ball ticking uh, over. I thought he played well on Saturday. I know, despite the result, well, I thought he did the job he always does. So. He kept the ball, he retained the ball, he kept <laughs> things t- ticking over. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be too critical of him in, in isolation for that, that game. 
But I did think he give. I did think he was at fault for the first goal. Mm. I must be honest. Well, I've watched it. Watched it back. I know he yeah. he played a pass to Siggy that he was never going to get, mm. and then the ball was picked up, and then he lost the runner, and then the, the ball, um, the the ball, I think the ball played over the top, and then he was logged yeah. over. Talking about the first goal, uh, a couple of points from that. Some people were saying that Joey T was actually fouled, and perhaps it should have been pulled back for a. A free oh, they're racing back towards the line. Yeah, um, I can see why people would say that because you could. I mean, when I saw it in, in live, real time, you, you you kind of thought that he was going to get to it, and there was a Preston player coming in with him. And as he went to kick the ball away, I think he was just effectively tackled by mm. this this oncoming Preston player. But I mean, clutching the straws, I, I think. And, yeah. then, and then people saying that the, the Wolves players were looking for offside as well for the goal. Yeah, I, I was fairly level with it, and it, it, was, it was difficult to sell to see live. But yeah, you don't switch off; you, you play on. And whether or not it was offside or not, in the context of the game, I think we we can't feel hard done by because yeah, they if it wasn't that opportunity, I think mm-hmm. they were they were going to win that game. We never really looked like we were going to get anything out of that game. I think first half, and the only chance we had was of note was Burn with a free kick on the bar. Oh, that would been that would that would have been an amazing goal. That yeah, and that lot. changes the game. But you know. and was L- L- Linda God um, rooted to the spot as well? From what I remember, yeah, I think he did just watch it sail past him. It had a lot of spin and pace on it, mm. and it would have been a great goal. That actually there. generally shocked me, by the way, that they've yeah. got Anders Lindegaard in yeah. goal. I generally mm. didn't know that that he'd signed for them. And that's mm. a it's a great signing for them, but. Yeah, I was expecting, because when the free kick lined up, I think Savile and Byrne were over the two. Mm. I was expecting like a little Chelsea flick from Savile over the wall mm. or something. But then Byrne stepped up. I didn't know he had that in his locker, really. Yeah. That, that's a whipping Perhaps something kicks. to look forward to. Let's hope we get some more free kicks <laughs> yeah. in shooting distance. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Dave. Press the second goal, uh, Akimi at fault, perhaps, yeah. that one? Yeah, I think so. Again, I, I watched it back earlier and... I think it was like a routine crossing. You are glutton for punishment watching it back. I've tried. Well, uh, I can't erase the re- game out of momentum. He did his research. Prepared to fail and all that. He came in prepared. I've got my notes. I've got my notes. Adam's done his research. Roy. And then I've just drunk all my squash within the first five minutes. <laughs> and can hardly speak. So I'm ever so prepared. Um, yeah. I think our game was at four. He just didn't palm it away from mm. when I watched it earlier. Um <laughs> <laughs> we're watched on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah, when I, like I looked at my pros and stats earlier, yeah, yeah, routine crossing. I think he just palmed it straight out, and then he was just in no caught in no man's land yeah, completely. Yeah. So it is. Expect Martin. Expect Martin is back yeah, in goal. Yeah, for the, uh, yeah. the next home game. I don't know. We'll talk about the Huddersfield. Yeah. shall we? Uh, okay. Second half, VLP off. Mason on mm. the three million pound man got the goal as well. Typical, usual goal, did I well. I can't remember if actually it was a long ball hoof or a, gr- a good through ball, high through ball from Cody, but yeah, in either way, ball, it found his yeah. way through and he put it on. And again, questions will be asked why he's not starting, mm. but then... Why is he not starting? That's my question to be asked. <laughs> well, it just it seems to be, again, summing up the club as a whole, we buy a player for a £3 million total deal and then we realise after the first game, oh, hang on a minute, he actually won't fit into the formation we're currently playing. It's well, just crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, Kenny Jacket had said uh, post-match that he's still working out, oh, sorry, they're still working out Mason's best position and what system works best for him. I mean, you kind of think they do this, you know, homework beforehand. Staggered. How can, well, how can, you, how can you sign a player and not know where he may play and where he may best fit a team and if there isn't a place for him then you think well let's go and find a player who may fit into the <laughs> <Yeah>. side <laughs> it's just crazy I mean we've got the recruitment committee mm. haven't we and I'm sure well I'm have we got a recruitment committee because I know it's Stelwell but well, it's Stelwell apparently committee. there is Stelwell Moxie and, and Jacket isn't it it's a small yeah. committee it's it is a small <laughs> committee <laughs> I mean this is a Meeting. committee right there <laughs> they meet every Thursday yeah. this is the podcast committee uh, Jess present Kevin yeah. present yeah. done so, yeah. so, 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 so <laughs> What if I was to shake your hand in this? <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, I mean, surely they must have done their homework. Oh, I say surely. I'm, I'm assuming probably wrongly. Do you think Jess does his homework? Done... Well, he probably copies someone. That's what I think. <laughs> Jess. Do you think Jess just did his homework he's on got... a Friday straight after school or Sunday last thing? He's probably done his homework. He's plagiarised it from Wikipedia, hasn't he? Yeah. That's what his homework is. He probably got one of those watches with a calculator on as well in the exam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clever guy. Oh, you know, you get those um, energy drinks. They've got loads of descriptions about what's in them. He's taken one of those 
Like I saw out, that on the internet. Done that, yeah. And where it's got all the ingredients, he's actually got the results for the quiz. So it looks like in this test, he's just having a nice energy drink. And in fact, he's just looking at all the answers because <laughs> the teacher's not going to look at what's on the on in that drink. Um, <laughs> Team Spears, don't cheat, kids. Yeah, don't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Spears after the game said he spoke to Jackie. He said he um, he did want to want to bring in a player that would play with him. Said Mason was first half of a new pair, but it never happened. So perhaps who's that double act? Who's that other <laughs> remaining partner of Mason and yeah? But he did, yeah, he says uh, did want to play up, bought to play with him. Said Mason was first half of a new pair, it never happened. Yeah. Sly little dig there. So at the committee. Yeah. <laughs> But I wonder, yeah, I wonder whether they've got Mason in right. We've got Mason because mm. these guys are going to come in and they're going to work well together. Oh crap, that other guy didn't come in. So how do we play Mason? I can't remember any other strikers that we were linked to at the time. I'm just least. wondering whether Wolves thought mm. these two are going to play fantastic together, but they can't, in a sense, play on their own. If you know what I mean. Yeah, he yeah. could he could fit into the formation if we just went back to four two three one mm. as he, Jacket has liked to play normally because then he just slot in. In the middle of the three behind Siggy. Well, this thing people were saying post, uh, not Reading, what did we have before Reading? What game was that at home? Oh, Bolton. Yeah. That he didn't fit into that system. So he didn't play him against Reading. Mm. He seemed to do okay when he came, obviously, apart from the goal. He went up top on his own. which And Siggy went and played the supporting role in number 10, which I thought was a bit odd. Surely he'd be the other way around. I'm, People don't operate with common sense, do they? <laughs> Sometimes. No. I mean, I mean, we've all got our coaching badges, haven't we? We all know how this works. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> we've all played football manager. We all, we all, we all know what to do. Um, yeah. So Mason, in general, seems to do okay or tried his best. Well, he's got two in two, if in, in in one sense. Yeah. But um, you know, yes, I'm putting wrong at the moment. This is why people want to see yeah. him starting. They want to see him yeah, in, the, in the right we, position. We, we can't make a call. I mean, potentially if we're Clawing out the positives here, here, you know, with the summer sign, um, sorry, with this window signings, Zyro Mason, they've, they've got goals and they've looked effective, but it's far too early to tell. And obviously, they're, they're the one players that are injured at the moment, but potentially, maybe those two together, mm. we'll see. Let's hope so. Um, did anyone else uh, come off well or not so well? Do you think on Saturday? I offer, I thought, first half, he had a good game. Uh, as in, there was times in the first half where he was taking the ball himself and there were three or four Preston players trying to get it off him and he held them off. But second half, he just tired, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Siggy didn't really do anything, did he? Well, he's, I mean, he's doing his best. I mean, he's probably popping about three Neurofen before a game for his back, isn't he? <laughs> just to make sure he gets through the game. But I think he's, for, I mean, you can't expect too much from the guy who's been out for so long. Mm. And that's, well, his contract's up, so he probably will be playing above himself because he might want to earn a new deal. Mm. He's, or somewhere else. Or somewhere, yeah. Well, a new, de- new deal here or, or mm. somewhere else. Um I don't think he's doing a lot wrong. It's it, it's also a bit hard for him the fact he's having just long balls yeah. humped up to him, predominantly by Danny Bart. And he's probably not a lone striker, really. No, no. no. And he had that chance near the start of the game where it was similar to Bolton, where he, he shrugged the ball off a player, went on the counter. Mm. Each perhaps took too long for it. Tried to get too close to the goal, and then obviously yeah. he got dispossessed. But we'll and back him to the high hills, Siggy. <laughs> keep back in the prince yeah. <laughs> until he scores that goal and does that celebration. Yeah. We're up to five different celebrations now we're we up can to do. Five. Wow. Let's make yeah. it six. Adam, <laughs> yeah. what celebration would you want Siggy to do when he scores his first goal? We've got five different variations. Siggy says in an interview that he wanted to do one of our celebrations if he scores. So what celebration would you ask uh, Siggy to do? I want him to do a Kanye West pose. Ah. <laughs> or maybe have one of those glasses like yeah, in the like shorts. Sock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gold chain, gold chain yeah. the left sock, glasses in the right sock, and he can pop them both out when he when he gets that goal. There we go. So That's great. celebration number six, Kanye West. Either well, that, either that, or the FIFA dive, which everyone yeah. seems to do. And <laughs> <laughs> um, who would you have got your uh, working man's man of the match to uh, on Saturday if you had to give your award to anyone? Let's say you did, because that's how it really works. Corporate have to give it to someone. So who would you have doffed your cap to anyway on Saturday? Uh, maybe because I feel sorry for him. Tommy Rowe for being booed before he even come on the pitch. 
<laughs> was that a strange substitution? Do we think? Yeah. I, well, I mean, as, and as, does, that, does that show more with Lafondra that he's not in any plans now? Well, I think it's it's abundantly clear there, isn't it, that he just he doesn't fancy Lafondra at all, and, does he? And, and that's fine in the sense that he, he doesn't. In he, his thinking, he's not really going to um, be part of his plans. But at the end of the day, he's still got a championship striker yeah. on the bench. Mm. Guy who's playing the, the, the top level as well. So he's, he's fit. He's available. Why? It makes no sense. We're 10 minutes to go. We don't look like we're getting anything out of the game. Now, if you're a Preston centre half and Tommy Rowe's coming on, now surely that's a different equation if Lafondra's coming on because you think, oh, he's going to give me something to think about. He's going to, you know, um, be more of a threat than Tommy Rowe. So just, just crazy. I mean, in terms of performances, it's really tough. It's a strange one because I mentioned Cody earlier and I thought he did some things in the game which weren't particularly great. I thought his touch at times was, was poor. However, for sheer effort, I would, and this is what a working man's man of the match should be about. It shouldn't be about the skill, <laughs> it shouldn't be the about the finesse. It should be, you know, I've just done a 12 hour shift and I'm going to doff my cap. I've got coal on my face and I'll doff it to Connor. So Connor Cody gets it for that reason alone. But I'll probably get slaughtered because he didn't have a great game. But um, we're, we're picking a little. Diamond. Does, he, does this, this working man have his cap? Does he have his rattle with him as well? Does he, he does. pull it? Yeah, I think to, he does. He give him a celebratory whirl of the raffle. <laughs> yeah. Took the cap off. I dust my cap to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Through the soot stains. Yeah. <laughs> Just gives yeah. the eyes like a panda. Yeah. You enjoy <laughs> that lantern. point, now, mate. Yeah. You enjoy. You earned that point. Mm. You earned that. You earned that. They've been on that working man. You have the acclaim yeah. of the working man. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> See, this is the thing. If we had Kanye and West, there'd be no working man's man of the match. Someone would have a crystal after the game, wouldn't they? <laughs> Champagne, you know. We would. Can you imagine if we just won a game in the dressing room, Kanye yeah. comes in, there's party! Yeah. <laughs> Limo outside. We'd have, Straight to the Cobra Club. We'd have big boom, <laughs> big boom speakers as well. Yeah. All at more corners of the ground. He'd, uh, he'd come out and go, I'm the greatest living football owner in the world. <laughs> Just to mention Kanye West and Steve Ball, that would be that would be something. Would he? Would Kanye West release a new song and Steve Ball would do the typical bridge rap? <laughs> he would be guest vocals. Yeah, definitely. yeah, but you know, obviously in a, in a strong Wolverhampton accent. <laughs> and as not, not so, pit ball, but Steve Ball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got my ball on this track. Yeah, <laughs> we got my boy Ball. Yeah, tipped him. <laughs> Straight out of Tipton. Straight Tipton. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I could make a whole podcast of yeah. Kanye West Wolves yeah. comparisons. Be really good. So, uh, all in all, gentlemen, it was a 2 1 defeat. Perhaps not expected because Preston weren't all that. It, I, no. I looked at Preston and I thought if we had the team of last season when they were perhaps not, well. at, not at an even hit peak, we would have won that game 3 0 comfortably by half time. Possibly, I without think. players of the past, yeah, yeah. But, but I think we've seen so many average sizes this season pick up points against us mm. at home. Home form's been shocking. I think is it four wins? It I believe. Possibly. Four season. home wins all yeah. season. In, in February, we're in four home yeah. wins. It's incredible. I mean, that's why the home season ticket <laughs> supporters are uh, not enjoying themselves. This well, year you've had no so value for, for it, have you? Well, really? No. Um, Spot on, yeah. It's yeah. I'm trying to be positive. It's really tough. <laughs> it still annoys me that performance. Just the whole context of the game, the atmosphere. Um, it was just oh. 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 <laughs> Final part of the podcast will preview this weekend's game against Huddersfield away. The last time Wolves played Huddersfield this season was a three-nil win at Molyneux. A phobie screwing a couple. Tear to my eye. Those were the good days. The good days yeah. when we thought, we're back on track here, lads. Mm. We're back on track. <laughs> uh, Huddersfield, 17th at the moment, nine points above the relegation zone. Uh, they won their first game in five at the weekend with a 2 0 away win against Forest, which is a not bad result to pick up away much. at Forest. Um, do you think that Huddersfield earlier on the season was perhaps our best performance this season? Well, that's one of four games we've won at home, <laughs> so it's got to be a contender. A bit there for game of the season yeah. for Wolves. Yeah. I'm sorry, so. I, mean, I, I just remember yeah. Huddersfield not being, especially in the second half, 
been terrible and we, yes. we should have scored about yeah. six or seven. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean Huddersfield. Have, uh, I mean, you talk the stats there, really. At least they've got that win out of the system potentially, because usually we're a good team to come up against when they're on a bad run. Um, I'm not sure what our record's like at Huddersfield's ground, but no, I think I was there the last time we played them away, and I think we lost. No, we won four-one last season. Oh well, hey, wrong am I? <laughs> no, the one you're referring to, I think, was the was the previous year. I think it's been a bit indifferent. Um, our form against Huddersfield. Mm. Um, got the danger man. We were saying before the Naki Wells. Uh, yeah, obviously the danger man. They got Wagner as their Wagner. manager. Dortmund's Dortmund's Klopp's apprentice. Bringing a bit of Dortmund to Huddersfield. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought that was a sentence. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean. I'm not even sure what to say. How badly no. we're playing, the lack of creativity. Who knows what sort of team jacket will throw out? You know how many changes he'll make. We could have Tommy Rowe right winger, and we should be going to Huddersfield thinking we should get three points here. Of course we and should. Yeah. And we should be. But well, you, you, at the moment, yeah. you're doubting whether you, yeah. you'd say you'd take a point. Yeah. Away to Huddersfield. Yeah. A point. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is this is how bad it is. In fact, there's, there's no. But I don't know what the expect, expectation is amongst fans now for, as they on the game. I think we go in now expecting dire football, mm. long balls up to up to Siggy, and that, I, 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 honestly, I think probably the majority will probably say we're expecting the draw really, mm. just because of how badly we're playing. Team selection: uh, Mike Williamson might be back this week. That's just me guessing. Um, we talked about last week about whether that would be the week that Bart gets dropped and Mike Williamson comes in. Could this be the week? Would it actually even happen? Could he back and they'll get dropped? But you would have thought mm. Williamson will come in if he's fit. Yes, yeah, and, and I, I think absolutely. Um, in terms of who we all replace, it's a difficult one because I think Landau did have a poor performance last week. He has been in and out, and I think some of the comments um, Jacket's been attributed to in the week talks about Landell and his concentration and, and the way he manages the game. So I think he's not entirely sure. I think a lot of fans you speak to, probably including myself, have wanted Danny Barth to come out of the side. I think the ideal scenario would be, and I know he's a little bit further away, I think Courtney House has got a game this week for the under-21s, but would be Courtney House and Williamson centre-half. I think that would be the ideal Taking into account it's too early for House, then I think Williamson, if he's available, will come in. But uh, not what I would like, but I would imagine it'll be alongside Danny Barth. I think Barth gets sort of like a, an easier ride because he's, quote, one of their own mm. and everything. But more, as every week goes by, more and more people are seeing his limitations. Mm. Um, the fact that he, when he does get the ball, he invariably is hoofed 70 yards up the pitch and we know he's not the quickest. Um and we want to we want to see William back in the side because we know how we know how he showed up showed up the defence when he come in. Um, I think Ebanks Landell, yeah, he's, he's also not without his faults. So I think he's improved yeah. he's improved a bit, but he I has. think we just I think Danny Bart's the constant, isn't he? Always in defence, and I think we would like to see him have a rest. But would 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 Jackie be bold enough to drop the club captain? Yeah, well, I, that's I, the question. Yeah, yeah, I think I said that before, and I think. The jacket of a couple of years ago, yes. I, I think, you know, I remember when Sam Ricketts was an ever-present in the side and then he was out of the side, captaincy dropped. You know, Jacket has not been afraid to change things. To sh- You know, he's, he's, he's put people out on loan, he's brought them back. So he's not been too stubborn in that sense. But right now, I, I, I just get the feeling I'll go with a safe option and that's how what he believes a safe option is bringing Landell out as the younger of the, the two centre-halves and bringing Williamson in. Mm. Um, but in, in onto the Huddersfield game, the obviously there's um, space to fill is for, for Henry, so we'd like to think Byrne will come in. I think Van La Parra might come out as well because he had a pretty ineffective game last weekend. Yeah, Who would you place Van La Parra with then? If... Well... That's the thing. We haven't really <laughs> got anyone with with Zyro being out. I guess with Batman yeah. you've got the pace, haven't you? Really, with yeah. I think he's back to his frustrating best, mm. and I think probably you can trace that back to his performances shot up when the transfer window was open. Mm. I think him and his agent probably sat by the phone every night waiting for Chris Hewton to call from Brighton. Mm. Mm. Please, Chris. Please. Well, I think call. he was linked with Huddersfield as well, interestingly yeah. enough. So yeah, and so I think I think I still think he'll. He'll start mainly because of lack of numbers. Mm. You'd like to see Byrne play and give him a bit of a oh, prolonged. That's jacket now. Yeah, 
going. Nope. What well, you doing? Is that Chris Hughton saying why he didn't? But why he didn't? But no. And on line one, we've got Chris Hughton. Chris. Chris, you're on air. I think that's Jess Moxie just ringing to say, is the podcast on? He's not going to listen, but he's just interested it could just be to know that we're on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burn giving the run of games. I think purely because I think you'll probably agree he hasn't been given his fair crack of the whip just yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I did. See, you did see some things in his game on Saturday where you think there was a bit of poor end product from him, mm. poor pass, poor final ball, where you think, well, maybe that's the reason why he's not been given the well, chance just yet. Well, you're right. I mean, we've all been... Chomping for Byrne to come in a sign because I think when he came in initially he looked fantastic mm. but I thought you're right in terms of the game uh, one instance when he took a corner and he went out for a goal kick and I just <laughs> thought wow and then a, a number of opportunities to get the ball in the box and d- didn't meet, meet the front man so perhaps that is indicative of how he's been in training which we are yeah. privy to which perhaps explains why he hasn't been in the side but if it's by default, there's an opportunity for him now to come in the side, particularly away from home. If we play a bit on the counter attack with his pace, he yeah. can hopefully cement um, a place in the side. And that's why we're fans, not football coaches. Absolutely, because we don't see yeah. what happens every day. Yeah. Going back to um, Preston very quickly, can we make a rule now that Savile doesn't take corners or free kicks because his crossing was. Atrocious. Mm. I think someone, someone by me said their 10 year old can kick the ball higher than George Savile. <laughs> That's always an insult. Is it? Oh, my 10 year old. My, my nan could have scored that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a professional footballer. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mason, does he come back in? Does he start? Behind a what a number ten role behind Siggy. That's exactly what I would do. I would go back to his four two three one, which mm. we're more accustomed to rather than this. Whatever it is we're playing now, four two three, and then that's probably how he puts it on the board. Whatever, lads. <laughs> whatever, yeah. Yeah. The team's thought whatever. Yeah. You know where the goal is, but yeah. well, you don't. But yeah. <laughs> crack on. Yeah, I'd have Mason behind behind Siggy, and then you'd have Van der Power and Burn mm. either side of that. But knowing Jacket, like I say, you'd probably have Tommy Rowe on the right. Maybe Savile took him out then. Savile up front. And then those two holding midfielders, because I noticed after the game against Preston, not many people were talking about McDonald. And saying why why wasn't he playing? It was just oh McDonald's not playing. Isn't that a shame though? Really, because yeah. he's been such such a good player for us. But I, I say that more in the past because mm. I think this season he's been indifferent. He's been under the radar, um, isn't he? Yeah. He hasn't really had a performance which you think wow Kevin had a great game today. You talk about player of the season. There's no reason why he couldn't be because technically he's probably our best player in my opinion. Technically he's a fantastic player. The the, the you know. The link up he had with a phobia when that was successful mm. was fantastic. The way he reads the game, the way he seems to have more time on the ball than, than other players. Mm. Such a such a good player. But when I heard the team announced, I wasn't disappointed he was out the side because I don't think he's mm. particularly been great of late. And we've got a lot of centre midfielders. Here's, here's my point, just going off a slight tandem. I'd like to see Jed Wallace come back. I think there's a 24-hour recall. He's doing well on loan. Graham did well on loan, and then he came back. I don't see why Wallace can't come back into the fold because there's, you know, the team aren't playing to their optimum. He hasn't nailed down who his preferred partnership in centre midfield mm-hmm. is. And if the season is playing out as we expect it, then I don't want to see one of our young midfielders doing well for Millwall, helping them get promoted. Mm. I'd prefer to see him given a chance in this side. Is there more, more of a danger of tinkering there, though? Changing yes. the side, so then what happens yeah, to Mason? Yeah, because yeah, ideally, I mean, mm. Wallace is, I believe, a number 10. Mm. And we've only ever saw him on the wing, haven't we? Like, left wing. Mm. Yeah. So Have we actually seen him in the role that he... Well, you would you would argue not, but then we've just spent a lot of money on someone who mm. plays that very same role. Yeah. So then Wallace must be thinking, well, where do I fit in then? The only position for me, when I come back to Wolves, the only position for me is one that I'm not accustomed to mm. and I'm not playing well in. And well, then you've got the guy who you spent loads of money on, even he's not in the team at the minute. So, I mean, you get the feeling where... Because the team's tinkered with so much, does, do the players actually know where they stand at the, at the minute? And, and, and also, the, the, the idea of, of tinkering and, a, and a place not being saved doesn't really work because it'll tinker with the side, it'll bring you out, but it's alright, you'll probably come back in a couple of games' time. <laughs> so it's not really conducive to a motivation for these players because when we've been at our most successful, it's been all about partnerships. It's been about McDonald and Price as our firm partnerships. It's about the centre-halves being settled. It's about the defence remaining the same. You look back when Goldborn was was in the side for a long time, Ricketts, Ikeme. 
a set old side doing well is, is obviously what what we, what we need. And it's crazy that we're into this middle of February. Injuries take them all into account, and he doesn't know what his best eleven is. It's almost like it's crazy. It's like sometimes is he trying to be too clever with himself by thinking that he's mm. check the horses for courses. He's thinking, mm. oh, well, tactically, I'll I'll have this guy in for this game, and mm. I'll have these two guys in for the next game. But you think, like you say, just get your settled team, get it sorted. It's worked well for us, like you say, in the past. Yeah. Get your pick your best eleven, stick with it, and take it for one of the games instead of every other game. Mm. Someone playing well, they're on the bench next game. Or like, I mean, Tommy Rowe when he first came in, he came completely out of the cold, didn't he? He hadn't mm. featured yeah, since yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as but he was fit and available, he went went straight in, and, and that's quite yeah. a surprise to people. And if you believe in that, though, those set of players, if there's one or two in different performances, stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Let them grind it out for a couple of games. Yeah. Yeah, if they're still not performing, yeah. change up a bit then. Mm. Again, it all it all depends what what he sees on the training pitch mm. and the opponent coming up, and then he <coughs> thinks he's trying to be clever by picking the set of players who will match against his opponents, but. It doesn't. It doesn't no. always. Doesn't always work, does it? As we're finding out, that squad of players, and we see them in comparison to other teams mm. in the division and other managers, and Jackets made more wrong decisions than right this season, mm. and and it's sad. It really is because I like the guy, but I just feel as if he's made some real, real bad decisions, and. Uh, I think he's been quite fortunate that in the current climate of where the club is and and have and effectively up for sale, that he's still within the job. Yeah, I think for the f- maybe for the first time this season, it was evident on Saturday that they would lost the majority of the fans. Mm. I don't think the majority of the fans are with him anymore. Uh, more obviously when they question mm. the substitutes that were coming on, like, yeah, like yeah. Tommy Rowe, um, we all know his his level is his the highest level he's been is where he's at now, mm. mid table. Like getting Millwall to mid-table yeah. championship is, is well. I believe last season his finish with Wolves was the highest. That's probably he's, his highest he's ever, ever yeah. achieved as a manager. Yeah, and so. you would argue that okay, maybe he was riding the quest. Quest the, cre- <laughs> the laser. He was quest. on the quest. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was riding a quest of a, a wave, yeah. uh, a, a Sacco and a Phobie Dico shaped mm-hmm. wave, and I suppose you take and let, let's also give him. To play devil's advocate, uh, the benefit of the day is the fact that he's lost a lot of players yeah. in a very short space of time, both to injury and to being sold. Mm. Um, so he, I guess if he was in the room now, he would argue to say, "Well, show me another manager who loses yeah. their six best players and let, show me how they would get on." And could you argue mm. that if Wolves had Stephen Morgan perhaps still in charge, would he still be here, or is that factor the fact he's lost players? Count for him in the sense of well, we can't well, really because there are factors that are going against him. He's probably got a lot of. It's probably still got a bit of credit in the bank from the two mm. years he's had with us, mm. two full seasons he's had with us. Um, but you would think under yeah under normal circumstances, if we had a a consistent owner who was staying here and and resourcing the club properly, then he may see this as an underperforming mm. manager. And you know how ruthless championship managers can be now. Yeah. Or you look at Derby and. He may he may be gone, but given as he said, given the current climate of the club, he may be safe mm. purely on that basis. For, well, safe for this season purely yeah. because room flux at the moment. And I guess Wolves want stability as well. I think they're perhaps, perhaps were scared with what happened when they got rid of Sol back and then got rid of Saunders to an extent, and then, how chaotic it, you can be if you just keep chopping and changing managers. Maybe they just want someone to they think right long term. They do that though. If they, they want stability, but they only sign managers to one year mm. rolling deals, don't they? I think in respect of of, of Jacket, whilst I, I acknowledge the fantastic job he's, he's done, and, and I know football um, supporters predominantly, we do have short memories, and you can go back to the you know when he came in, the bomb squad, and the you know connecting the club and and, and so forth. Um, cynics out there would say he did it on a very good budget for that level as well. But what I, what I would say is that um, you know with with Morgan, he's been pretty react, re- reactive when he's been. In, you know, in full command. But I think Jackie has been fortunate. Um, but, yeah, the, it's not been particularly an easy season for him. You know, inevitably Sacco was going to go steaming. And obviously Dickow, I think, has probably been the hugest loss of all, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. And then there's a question about who else is out there as well. But I think 
Well, I would like to think that if, if he does go, as opposed to previous times where we've got rid of managers that were a little bit more proactive, that really any football development worth their salt should be thinking, who's the next man in charge? And the most successful clubs recently have had a manager in mind, whereas when we've previously got rid of managers, it's like, what do we do now? Mm. Who do we get in? So, you know, um, are we taking our eye off that ball because we're so preoccupied with the sale of the club that we're not thinking of who potentially out there could take us further? Sentiment aside for what Jackie's done at the start of the, the campaign, cliche, you're only as good as your last result, and that performance against Preston shouldn't keep anybody in the mm. job. Well, perhaps with an owner, we'll see that more, because I guess mm. attracting someone without an owner... Is yeah, it's tragic. But anyway, you sell the club, back to Huddersfield. Yeah. Predictions for the weekend, gentlemen. What's your gut telling you as of Tuesday night? What do you think the result on Saturday will be, given no more injuries to players, of course, at the training ground? Adam, what are you going to go for for uh, Saturday? Three o'clock, I believe. Use classic three o'clock wow. kickoff. Classic three. It's rare to see that, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, I think that we will suffer. A 2-1 defeat. 2-1 defeat. Right. I think it'll be slightly less painful. (laughs) And so so positive, aren't we? Um, I I think a draw. He's got a draw written all over it. 1-1. 1-1. I'm going to go for a heroic. Heroic. 0-0 draw. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't see Wall scoring. And Mm. also I can't see Huddersfield scoring. And then they'll win 3-0 now. You watch that. (laughs) Yeah. How positive the minute we can't even predict a win. No, not, no. A win not a win amongst the committee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> committee free. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the worst. <laughs> and that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just type in Wolves Fancast. You know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> You'll probably find us there. Yeah. And of course, if you have any Kanye West for Wolves ideas, what would life be like for Wolves under Kanye West's owner? We've had fun. I wonder if this will kick off like a, a Kanye West rumour mill and like I saw Kanye in Asda. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in the veggie aisle. Do you think he's <laughs> yeah. an Asda guy, Kanye West? Yeah. I saw Ka- Kim man? Kardashian in George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at new summer collection. <laughs> Let's start it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, just tell us those. Uh, and we'll be back next week to uh, look back at that game against Huddersfield and preview the game against Brentford with anything else going on in, in Wolves' life. Uh, but for this week, it's bye from Adam. Goodbye. Bye from Ryan. Keep it real. <laughs> Go on, yeah, West inspired. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bye from me. See you next time. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.00% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers slash usbp. That's cbp.gov careers slash usbp.